What's happening, everyone? Welcome back into the Fantasy Stock Exchange. We have our seven-round mock draft series continuing here with the NFC West, the first part of this division. We have the Arizona Cardinals 2020 NFL mock draft. Uh, Danny, how you feeling today? Uh, feeling good. Again, Bush prefaced it. Arizona Cardinals today, seven-round 2020 NFL uh, draft. We're going to go over with them. Uh, this is a team that's made a lot of moves in the offseason. I mean, uh, we're all familiar with the DeAndre Hopkins trade at this point. Uh, gave up some capital in this draft class. But, I mean, when you're acquiring a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, it's more than worth it. Uh, but, yeah, especially at that eight spot, that clears up a lot of uh, confusion as to where we can go. So what are you thinking about that? Yeah, I definitely think it's a pretty wide-open pick. I know their their offensive line could use some work. Their defense could use some work. We know their, their defense was not good last year. Even um, once Patrick Peterson returned off suspension, their defense still struggled to stop the pass and the run. So, uh, definitely uh, going to be a blue chip player for them to, to pick at eight. For sure, for sure. Now, uh, this is going to sound a little like jokish, whatever, but you go into a Chase Edmonds stream, by the way, one of the most oddness guys, literally ask him, I'm like, hey, what do you want the Cardinals to take at eight? He's like, best offensive lineman or give me that big boy Derek Brown in the middle. So we'll see what happens at eight. But I mean, he sounds like he knows. He's, yeah, I was going to say, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about there. <laughs> A little random, but oh, yeah. his boy just went Eric off. Brown got sniped. All right. Yeah. So, uh, there's a couple options here. To me, I have Javon Kinlaw and Derek Brown literally one spot ahead, like behind each other. Like they're very, very close to me. So if we want to address the defense, to me, the pick, the pick is Javon Kinlaw. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Like again, like I, I also really love Kinlaw and Brown. I like either one of them can go flip flop for me. To me, though, like. As much as I love like the fact of getting that interior rusher, I'm looking at Kyler Murray, man, and I'm looking at that offensive line, and I'm looking at Jedrick Wills right now. Jedrick Wills would be my pick as well. You plug. Uh, to be honest, um, my pick would be uh, Tristan Wirfs actually, but Tristan Wirfs went off the board already. I think Tristan yeah. Wirfs is the most mo- like being athletic. the most mobile of the tackles and the most athletic would be the one that I think the Cardinals would would um, prefer. For this system. Uh, but Jedrick Wills is my top rated tackle, and he's also mobile and athletic in his own right. He's not like a statue by any means. So, yeah, to me, it's between Kinlaw and Jedrick Wills. Uh, I'm looking at it. Uh, for me, why I would prefer Wills is simply because they have Humphreys locked up for the next couple of years. So, you plug in Jedrick Wills to your right side, you give Murray another uh, pass protector. But again, like depending on what you want to do here, if you want to go Wills, if you want to go Kinlaw, I'm totally open. So, what are you thinking here? It's tough, man. I think you're an offensive team. You got DeAndre Hopkins now. You got a young quarterback. You want to progress. I say you go. You go for the go for the tackle. You want you want Kyler Murray to be uh, successful. So let's do if, it. If your dra- if your defense sucks again this year, it's, it's going to be an all defense draft next year, I guess. So exactly. If your defense sucks again next year, then you're going to have another high pick on a great, a great, great defensive class next year like next year's defensive class is going to be insane as well so yeah there's some uh, good pass rushers that you can get your hands on as well so for sure for sure so yeah plug Jedrick Wills in there at eight Kenlaw goes off the board next pick just looking at the draft a nice little receiver run you would love that yeah that's that's the if Andrew Thomas falls to Tampa I'm I'll be really ecstatic about that but yeah um I like McKinney as a player but the offense defense thing I actually really like that the um, with teams who who have a lot of holes teams like the Dolphins teams like the the Cardinals teams like if you have both sides of the ball aren't very good focus on one 
and build it up. And then the next year focus on the other. I kind of like that idea as, as opposed to spreading my resources across both. I really, I really like the idea of that. I like that as well, because that way, like you can set your offense up or say like, say like, I don't want to say, say like a bunch of times, but um, like if you miss on a pick, it's easier to kind of like make up for it. If you put it all into the offense or put it all into the defense, cause you know, okay, this position missed, but we filled up all of our other offensive needs. So like, we're, we're kind of like set on that regard, if that makes sense. Thank God Lucas Niang got picked there. Cause I would have been really mad if Lucas Niang was available at this pick. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, yeah. And we took, and we took freaking, uh, if we took Ken long, we got Lucas Niang here. That would have been awesome, but that didn't happen. So, um, I was going to say here, uh, 72 like here. here. I was going to say, what are your thoughts on Cam Dansler here? I think they like Byron Murphy. And I know Patrick Peterson's not the youngest guy in the world. I just don't think corner is the way to go. I think they have to go front seven on okay. defense. If they're if they're going defense, they have to go front seven. We could opinion. check. I mean, Grenard, Taylor, uh, Anai, one of those guys is going to be really good fits. But, I mean, we could look across the what board about, here. Uh, IDL? What's IDL looking like? Oof. Ugh, that's not good. Yeah. Check linebacker as well. Harrison Brooks. I love it. I love Davis Gaither like a lot. But uh, what, what are you thinking? Can you go strong safety for a second? I just want to see something. Burgess, Wallace, mm. Geno Stone. The, the reason I said that is because Hassan Reddick has been awful. Like, yeah. just downright awful. And I thought he should have been an edge coming out. So I was going to say, that's what happens like, when you move they, edge rushers to inside. They're playing one-on-one against tight ends, and that's why Arizona is the best offense to play – or Arizona is the best defense to play against tight ends for fantasy is because Hassan Reddick is covering tight ends. So, I, if I could find a chess piece type to cover tight ends, which they already have Buda Baker who should be doing that, but he's kind of more so playing a nickel role. Yeah, I don't um, understand. I don't understand Man, what I don't doing. like the value on the board right now. Linebackers, I, I'm guessing, is the best. Like they have Jordan Hicks already, but they could use um they could use a, a linebacker as well. I think Hakeem Davis Gaither is the best type of linebacker that they need. Uh, we could check the board here, see if like there's potentially a player that a team might want to move up for. Um there's not nothing really here. I mean, there's no really quarterback team that's yeah, no, gonna... I don't think anyone's moving up for a quarterback yeah, here. Especially here. Uh yeah, no, we could look back at it. So what are you thinking here? I like Davis Gaither a lot personally, but yeah, uh, I mean, in the third round here, that's a steal of value because I have him as a mid-second rounder. Go to edge again one second. Yeah. I mean, I like a nye too. Yeah, I like I like Bradley and I. I like jo- Jonathan Grenard's actually my highest rated edge that's currently on the board. Can we check when our next pick is just so we can kind of see? So we don't pick until 114. So, I mean, I think if we, we can get a linebacker at 114, personally, because I think the linebacker class, this is kind of the sweet spot, third, fourth round of it in terms of the depth. I think after the fifth round, there's like absolutely no one left. But I was, um, was going to ask you want to get like kind of like a, a developmental depth linebacker. I think the third, fourth round is the way you, you're going to do it. And we've seen in uh, previous drafts, the edge class is garbage after after the fourth round. That's why I was going to ask you, would you like, do you, what do you think is better here, though? A Davis Gaither and like a Robinson Willickis? Or say a Grenard or an I and uh, a Die Weaver. Davian Taylor. Taylor. Too. I'm I like Taylor Shaq a lot. Quarterman. I like I like Shaq Quarterman and and Davian Taylor. I, I prefer I prefer that side of it. Okay. Because uh, I think those linebacker prospects are 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 not too far off Akeem Davis, Gaither, and uh, and uh, the other guys that are on the on the board there, Malik Harrison and such. 
Heck, for all we know how wacky this sim engine is sometimes, a guy like Davis Gaither yeah, might even yeah, make maybe. it back to us. So Jonathan Grenard's uh, my pick. I, I, if it. you want to go Bradley and I, it doesn't matter to me. I like Grenard. I like him. Gibson to the yeah. Colts. I think they, they they don't have a guy opposite Chandler Jones, and Chandler Jones is, is old. So um, their IDL needs some work, too. They, unfortunately for, for us, it's not a great IDL class. Oh, uh, it sucks. Wise. I was looking at it, like, uh, earlier today. I was just looking at, like, the interior defensive lineman, and it literally, like, falls off a cliff after, like, seven or eight. Like, yeah, that's how crazy which, it is. Which makes <sighs> me think that they're really going to consider Javon Kinlaw or Derek Brown if they're there at eight in the real draft. Because I, I think – teams do this like sometimes people don't want to admit it but teams really do this is they look at the depth of the classes like which makes me think that um some receivers are going to fall in the draft because everyone knows the receiver class is deep so if If, teams know that the idl class is not deep then kinlaw and brown are going in the top 10 if that's the case and teams phase off receivers and a guy like cd lamb jerry judy henry ruggs falls to dallas at 17 you know i'm doing a happy dance yeah i bet you are um (laughs) By the way, we but got yeah. No, I think Eagles. it's possible that those guys go really high, like Kinlaw and and Derek Brown, because we saw with um, the linebacker class last year how shallow that was after the two Devons. Two top. You saw like Devin White went fifth overall, and Pittsburgh traded up to what like ten for yep. Devin Bush. Like people thought, like initially, oh, Devin White might go like mid mid uh, teens, and like Devin Bush might fall to the twenties. Like no, if the, if there's two guys that stand head and shoulders above the rest, like there is in this IDL class, they're going to go high. And you can definitely say that each of those teams is more than freaking happy with those picks. I mean, uh, yeah. Devin, Devin White looks like a future, a future Pro Bowl linebacker. And Devin Bush, you inserted him into that Pittsburgh defense. By the second half of the season, when they had him, when they had Minka, TJ Watt, like that, was, that may have been the best defense in football for the last eight games. Like They yeah. were winning games with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. They finished oh, exactly, yeah. Like That's insane you- to me. If we want to transition back into the Cardinals, yeah. I think the number one player on their board is Isaiah Simmons. I think if Isaiah Simmons is there, they want him very bad. I think that is who they want. And then after that, I think it's like probably a toss up between the top ta- whoever their top tackle is and Derek Brown and Javon Kinlaw. So, so um, I jokingly brought up uh, Akuda and Simmons in like the, the admin stream. And this guy read the comments like, you got to be freaking crazy if you think any of those guys are making it to eight. Yeah, like that, like play, that just shows like players around the league, like know what's happening in the draft. They aren't just mm-hmm. oblivious, like focus on their own stuff. Like they kind of like understand they like, like they don't care on. about it, but they actually yeah. do. So literally, um, uh, okay. I was going to say here, we got sniped on Davis Gaither by the Eagles, of course. Cause why wouldn't yeah. we? Is uh, Malik Harrison gone? I'm, I'm guessing he is. He's... We could check. He should be. Yeah. Di- so we got yeah. Di, Bocce, uh, Dave Ante- When's our next pick here? We got 131. I think so. we can get Davian Taylor at 131. That's what I'm thinking. So, like, do you want to double down on edge and take, like, an Alton Robinson here? What about IDL? Is, is uh, uh, LSU guy there? No, Ooh. he's not. I like Fodu a lot, though. I don't know if they have a particular need for him and he, if they fit, he fits their Lucky defense. Lucky Fodu's more of a nose tackle type, correct? That's the, yeah, correct. He's he's a mauler. He's literally – they have – don't they have, like, um, Corey Peters or something like that? Someone who's, like, a nose tackle type. I think they're looking for someone more sure. athletic who's more of a penetration style guy. Go to St- uh, Strobridge for a second. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe Strobridge might fit that, 6'4". 6'4", 267 as an IDL. That's small. I kind of like that. I kind of like the idea of like a, he's kind of like a, he's kind of like a Leo. He's like a, yeah. a Eric Armstead type. Yeah. Well, Eric Armstead is huge though. Eric I've Armstead. seen Strowbridge play. I didn't think he was that small to be honest, but um, Eric sure he'll beef like, up to like 280 or something for, for the NFL. I was going to say Eric Armstead is like 6'7", 290. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Big boy. I like uh, I, I, my picks for Strobridge. I like I have I have seen him and he he has got some inside outside versatility. So I think I think he's a nice chess piece for them. They just need they just honestly just need bodies on their defensive yeah. line. Like their their defensive line is not good. Like it's Chandler Jones and a bunch of a bunch of slabbies. So <laughs> could have been uh, Kim Dichi, but uh, we know how that turned out. Yeah, exactly. And they they've yeah they're they haven't had a good defensive uh, tackle since freaking Darnell Dockett. So or Literally. I guess you want to count, count Blaze Campbell as that, but yeah. So I mean, looking at the board, that's such a Patriots pick, Ojemudia. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a good pick. Uh, so now we're looking back on the board, and uh, sure enough. Our boy Davion Taylor fell to us back. I mean, yeah. I think that's Joe Batchy would have been like the only linebacker that I like as much as like Davion Taylor at this point, and maybe Shaq Quarterman. But yeah, my picks for Davion Taylor for sure. Let's do it. Comes in, you probably play like a will or uh, type role, Great. and then you have you have Jordan Hicks who can anchor your defense. And yeah, this yeah. this draft is definitely James Morgan to the Bucks. I was about to that. say that. Yeah, um, this draft for the for the Cardinals to me is like gotta be like we said, focused on one side of the ball because both your, both your offense and your defense need quite a bit of help, especially up front in both. So, so I, mean, I say could... you, you honestly just build like a foundation type draft. So like draft a lot of offensive and defensive linemen. I mean, uh, other than the one offensive tackle pick, which is in my opinion, the uh, yeah, greatest value like on the board. To, I'd like to uh, address interior here. If we can. I mean, we got the front seven like down packed here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, li- I like the value we've been getting. I mean, obviously not, not going to be my favorite draft here simply because of the draft capital that we do have available to us. Yeah, yeah. But, the second uh, round, not having the second rounder is, is, hurts a little bit, but, I mean, you got fucking DeAndre Hopkins for it, yeah. so it's all right. Yeah, I mean, you're fine. And you got rid of a shit contract in the process. I mean, say, say you don't make that trade with DeAndre Hopkins. You either get a second-round tackle and a CD Lamb, or you get a first-round tackle and, like, a Brandon IU. Yeah, if you want to even draft a receiver, I don't personally think they need another one. Agreed. Like, I, oh, I wouldn't put that. it as that high of a need. I don't think they need one at all. I think interior O-line and corner are bigger needs than receivers. Agreed. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, look at the receivers they have in the room. They got Kirk. They got Hopkins, Keem Butler, Keyshawn Johnson. Like, they got a, a bunch of players. Even, like, they still have, like, Farrell Cooper, I'm pretty yeah. sure. And, like, some, some guys that can contribute on special teams or as, like, a fourth or fifth receiver if you need it. I mean, we could check if, like, a, a Harrison Bryant might be here, but nah. He's yeah, taken. no, the tight ends are trash right now. Um, go go interior O line. That's where I'm looking because we haven't addressed it yet, and I think it needs work. <laughs> Not with any of those guys. Yeah, Kevin Dotson's the only one that I actually kind of like, but yeah, I mean, uh, go he's... to the tackles. See if any of the the tackles can kick inside. Mm-hmm. Trey Adams can play inside, and so can Throckmorton. That's true. I mean, I don't know. To me, my pick would pick? be my pick would be Calvin Throckmorton because I think he he does project pretty favor favorably to uh, to be an interior player. Now, do you think he makes it to two twenty two? I don't know, maybe, but probably not. I've okay. seen him. I, I I usually see him always get drafted in these in this simulator, so I think I don't think he'll be there. Personally. All right, let's just take him and we'll figure out the rest after yeah, that. Yeah, and like I said, whether you like this would most likely be either a depth pick or he competes for a starting guard job. So, and the, the Cardinals offensive line isn't terrible. Like I know some people think it's awful, but it's not terrible, but you definitely like Throckmorton would provide either a swing tackle role or he, he plays uh competes for a guard spot. Like you just need depth and bodies at your trench position. So agreed. Uh, looking back on the board here. I mean, we could check defense. We haven't addressed our secondary at all. So, I mean, we can look at someone here. Uh, maybe like a Khalid like cuts. Carter. I was gonna say, I like a Khalid Hudson as well. 
Check corners. Very low in the rankings. Jeez. Crazy to me. AJ Re- Green sticks out to me a little bit too. Let's say Reggie Ro- Reggie Robinson sticks out to me as well. Yeah, we can go with Reggie Robinson. I, I yeah, between those two guys, I think you want to kind of just again just throw throw some depth at that position because I, I think behind Patrick Peterson, Byron Murphy, and Buda Baker, you don't really have anything else. So literally nothing. Like nothing. Yeah, and Buda Baker isn't even really a corner. He's like a safety who plays corner a nickel. So he, he's such a good safety. I mean, yeah, he's like, he's a great player, but yeah. you don't really have like a fourth corner. That, no, that's what I mean. Like he's such a good he's, even, so. he's such a good safety that I I just want them to end up finding their cornerback three just so they can allow him to play on the back end. Because I mean, I think I think a, the role he plays now is perfect. He's like what sure. Minka Fitzpatrick should be doing, kind of thing. What Minka Fitzpatrick's doing for that Steelers defense? I know. So. I well, like what what the Dolphins used Minka Fitzpatrick for is what I thought Minka should be used for, but I guess he does excel in a free safety only role. But Man. by the way, like. If I'm betting, like, obviously, like, my number one safety is going to be Jamal Adams. But if I'm taking a number two, I, I think I can't put anybody over Minka at this point. I take Derwin James over Minka. Those two are close. Those are the top three, though, easily, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm trying to think off the top of my head if I can think of anyone else. Like, I mean, a Harrison Smith or a Thomas, but I think they're... Those guys uh, are a little... They're, like, older. they're still good, obviously, but they're yeah. not, like, ascending players anymore. Agreed. So I mean, uh, we just finished our draft here. By the way, uh, obviously for the podcast listeners, kind of, kind of have been hearing us uh, shoot the shit a little bit. But uh, to recap the draft, at the eighth overall pick in the first round, we got Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle from Alabama. At uh, our third round pick, seventy-two overall, we got Jonathan Grenard, edge rusher from uh, University of Florida. One fourteen, we got Jason Strawbridge. Uh, Strawbridge. 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 Jason Strawbridge, interior defensive lineman from the University of North Carolina. At 131, Davion Taylor, linebacker from Colorado. Good de- developmental piece there. Uh, 202, Calvin Thorkmorn, offensive tackle from Oregon. And then to wrap up the draft, at 222, we got Reggie Robinson, cornerback from Tulsa. Now, Bush, what, do you, what are your thoughts on this class here? Like, what would you give a grade for it? I, I actually like this class more now that I'm seeing it all together. I, like, at first, I thought I was going to give this, like, a B-. minus. I'm going to give this class a B+. Because, well, for one, you got to imagine that DeAndre Hopkins is your second-round pick. That's, that's what you used it for. So not only that, but J- Jedrick Wills at eight is an a-, a overall pick. Like that's a great pick. He's, he's played a lot of football. He knows how to play the position. He's going to slot in right as your right tackle. It's what he played in Alabama. Jonathan Grenard, this, this whole class in general is a lot of experienced players. Calvin Throckmorton has like an immense amount of experience. Like he played like pretty much Justin Herbert's entire career. And uh, same with Grenard and Strobridge. Like they're, they're experienced players that can contribute right away if you need them to be. Um, so I, I actually really like this class. I think I'd give it about a B plus uh, grade. I think it, they improved their position, their biggest positions of need quite a bit. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm probably going to give it close to a B here. Uh, again, I, I love the high end talent. I mean, Jedrick Will, Jonathan Grenard. I, I love the players. Uh, I think they got them out of both their values. Uh, personally, not now, not a whole lot of value. I would say is is a little bit of a knock on it. And, it's not like no one crazy fell to us at 72 or 114 or 130 yeah and that that's my only real thing really keeping out of like the a minus a range but yeah i think i think a b b plus like you gave a b plus i'm probably gonna give it about a b uh i think that's a fair grade for them again uh you traded your second round pick obviously got a top five overall receiver in the nfl i mean that's phenomenal value in itself so uh you got to factor that into to the grade as well but uh yeah overall this is a cardinal seven round mock draft 2020 
Uh, this is the first installment of our NFC West series. Uh, we will be going over who's next in the order. Would it be the Rams? Yes. Uh, it, next in the order, uh, second installment will be the LA Rams. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be dropping. We'll be dropping soon. Yeah, they don't. They don't have uh, too many picks. So yeah, go like, subscribe, comment down below if you liked it. Uh, what you would have changed about the draft. Say you don't like Jedrick Wills for whatever reason. I don't know how it's you would It's not a sexy but... draft. I want to point that out real quick. It's not a sexy draft, but it's the draft that the Cardinals need, personally, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, like Danny said, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, tune in uh, starting uh, Monday of the draft week. Um, we will be doing a three-round mock live with a, with a host, a commissioner. We'll be controlling teams. It'll be really fun. There'll be live trades and all that stuff. Um, make sure you're checking out the fantasystockexchange.com site is uh, is booming right now. Joe Burrow's rookie profile is live. We'll have a couple more up um, as well that will be kind of segueing into our our rookie draft guide, which is 100% free. But we're only offering a, a select amount of players on the site uh, on our main site, and then you'll be taken over to our rookie profile uh, draft guide site uh, also. So make sure you're checking out all the stuff that we're doing. And uh, until then, peace out. Peace out, y'all.